0: I'm Tamsin Fidel. welcome to the Broadway show Uncut and our latest conversation about Moulin Rouge the musical. So this show features some of the sleekest and sexiest performances on Broadway, plus dozens of pop songs that you know and love. It was the big winner at the 2021 Tony Awards, winning Best Musical, Best Choreography and more. And the new cast now led by Derek Klena as Christian and Ashley Lauren as Satine. Paul Wontorek had a chance to sit down with Ashley to talk about her journey with Satine, her pop career, and her struggles with Lyme disease as well, plus a whole lot more. Take a listen.
1: Ashley, it's so nice to meet the sparkling diamond. (laughs) It's
0: so nice to meet you. I'm so
1: (laughs) happy to be here. You're Satine in Moulin Rouge. I am. Iconic. I mean that's an iconic role from the movie Truly. and now it's become Broadway legend.
0: What an honor. What an honor. My journey with Moulin Rouge has been interesting because I actually, I mean my journey with Broadway's Moulin Rouge, but I also yeah. played Satine in a show in Vegas. I know that's so. Have to my talk journey, about yeah, my journey with yeah. Satine has been incredible and and ever evolving, and I'm still learning so much, and it's it's really a beautiful. I'm I'm just so grateful to be able to do this on the greatest stage in the
1: world. Let's talk about that before yeah. Moulin Rouge became a Broadway reality. You were doing a show in Vegas mm-hmm. that was sort of a tribute to Baz Luhrmann films, which are obviously so soundtrack heavy. Yes, all his films. Yes. So talk about. Yes, that. yes.
0: I'm from New Jersey, and I moved to L. A. because I was touring with uh, Carly Ray Jepsen at the time, and nice. so I was living my best Call life in maybe. L.A. Call me maybe. Maybe. I actually went on a trip to Vegas, and I've always loved. Moulin Rouge has always been one of my favorites. So when I, I went with some friends, and I saw that they were doing this show called Baz, Star-Crossed Love, which was essentially Moulin Rouge, The Great Gatsby, and Romeo and Juliet nice. told as you know, like a great epic love story of vignettes using the songs from Baz Luhrmann's movies. And I was like, well, that I need to see. Yeah, so I saw this beautiful show, and I was like, oh, I would love to be in that one day. Auditions came around shortly after that. Carly wasn't on tour at the point in time, and I was like, well, I don't mind. Let me audition for this. I love Satine. I would love to be Satine. So that was my first sort of dipping my toes into the world of and the songs. And a lot of the songs that you're now singing on Broadway. A lot of the songs, yes. We did have One Day I'll Fly Away in that, yes, I, in that, yes. in that um, version of it. R- of that RIP, <laughs> I know. But I mean, we do we do have some epic numbers, if I do say so myself. Absolutely. <laughs> in the Broadway version of this show that are so far beyond. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's been um, a journey with Satine, and I, I fall more in love with her every day.
1: So, the Broadway musical was mm-hmm. in the works, mm-hmm. and you were the standby from the beginning.
0: So I joined Broadway. Okay, so um, I was not involved. Yes, it was out of town involved. first. Yes, and, of town first uh-huh. and I joined for Broadway as standby for KO. Um, and KO, yeah.
1: Karen Oliva. KO. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, yes, so so I joined a standby. And then about you know halfway through our run that got cut short because of COVID, yes. pre-pandemic run, I moved to alternate. And I had set shows a week then. Um, and then upon return post-pandemic, remained alternate, had... A, a few more shows a week at that point in time, and then given the way this COVID wave has been just ravishing through, um, I was on quite a lot, and and now here we are. And I get to sort of breathe new life into a character that I've experienced in so many different ways over so many different years.
1: Yeah, what do you love about about Satine? And Satine on stage is different than Satine in the movie, I would say. I
0: think so too, but I also think that the beauty of of my journey with her is just figuring out you know how art imitates life and the humanity within her in all of those tales because you know in Vegas we told a version of her story Mm. in the movie Baz told a version of her story and it's beautiful because every time someone comes into the show to breathe life into Satine they tell a version of their Mm. story of her you know so it's it's beautiful because even with this reincarnation of it when I got back into rehearsals with Derek and the new, new company members. It was so beautiful because we were able to create things and find new things that we didn't have before that I didn't have before, but you know, just like different things that that you find. I love so much about her, the depth of character, the, her want to, I mean, she's definitely a team player. (laughs) She sacrifices a lot of her own wants and needs for for her family, her chosen family, not necessarily her blood, um, definitely not her blood, but mm. her chosen family. So it's it's really a testament to you know sacrifice, but I'm really enjoying finding new things about her every day, her authenticity, how much of that she has been allowed to be or how much she's been able to explore and the versions of that and her journey with love as far as what she's known her whole life versus what she has allowed herself to know. And the things that she may start to open herself up to, just the epic journey of love and mm. and what that means—love of family, love of you know your friends, love of self, mm-hmm. self worth—just um, all of those things that you know. I think we all have thought about a lot in post-pandemic yeah. world. Yeah. Um, so it's really beautiful, and I and I'm so enjoying every day. I'm so grateful to be able to do it.
1: The satin on stage, mm-hmm. I think, has a lot more strength. Yes. than Satine on, on screen. Yes, I mean, I baby, so she's a firework.
0: She Baby, <laughs> she's a firework! And I think that was so important to... I know it was important to KO, to Karen, when when she started. Yeah. I wasn't a huge part of that process. Again, right. I, I joined on Broadway, mm-hmm. and they had already sort of... The show was, was set in yeah. many ways. But I think it was very important to... And Robin, as well, as far as the female dynamic of the shows, because that's also very different, um, because Nene is... Mm-hmm. Not a good guy, not a supportive team player in, right. in the in the film, right. and I think it's it was a choice that was made on Broadway to have the female leads be mm-hmm. supportive in yeah. some way, shape, or form, and I think that that was beautiful. And I think, you know, Satine is ever ever an evolving goal of finding agency, or does she have agency? Does she have who has agency? Who mm. is you know? So I think that's it's one of the things that I love so much about the Broadway version is that you find her in that journey and with every passing scene and song, which is so wild and how incredible the team has put together all of these songs that you know to make it make sense. Like a hundred years worth of music. Yes. Wild. Yeah. Um, To find agency in her life and, you know, what that journey is, what that arc is through the show. And I think the strength is um, something that is so important and she's had it all along.
1: Mm-hmm. So we, I've been talking a lot to Broadway standbys and understudies yeah. and swings, yes, and there's yes. obviously been a lot of attention on them, especially yes. since Broadway's uh, return 100%. at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. What's it been like being in that role and, and sort of watching the world uh, start to understand more? You know it's always yeah. been a part of the Broadway industry, yes. but Suddenly, there's more of an understanding about 100%. the bigger picture of how yes. you put a show on. And
0: I think it's so it's so important, and it's about time. I mean, um, Broadway is a team sport. Yeah. you can't do any of this without everyone. Um, and you know, I think it's unfortunate sometimes that that the the people that get the most credit are the people who are you know on the pillars, on the things. Yeah. And but what keeps a show alive is the ones that step up to the plate sometimes last minute. I mean. I remember I, I've been on mid-show before, you know, and that's, that's something that is nonstop happening almost every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Between swings and under. I was lucky enough I covered one role. It's a pretty yeah. substantial role, but, yeah. you know, we have swings who cover 10 roles. And we have swings who have done split tracks, cut tracks, multiple tracks every day just to, like, you're trying to figure it out in real time. Dance captains that put together the mathematics of that are otherworldly. Mm-hmm. Um, It's just such a skill set and such a talent that Broadway would not exist without the offstage coverage. It just wouldn't, and it certainly wouldn't be sustainable. It never was, and certainly now. So I'm so happy that attention is finally being brought to these incredible aliens that (laughs) have come to rescue Broadway, because that's what they are. They are are heroes in in every way, in every way, shape, or form.
1: But now your picture's on the door. You have the, you have a, an amazing dressing <laughs> yes, room. I you do. have an amazing entrance. I, I, I mean, do. so much about this role, I feel like, I, I wonder if you worry every day, like, is it ever gonna be this good again? Like, this, this is like a I mean, high glamor. It's, it's
0: high glamor, it's pretty <laughs> epic. And you know, because I'm a pop singer, this is just truly living my best life. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, who knows what the future holds, but what I do know is that every day I walk to the theater and I walk in and I just remember how grateful I am and what my journey has been to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, the ups and downs of it all and the many times that I was like, I quit. Do I, do I keep doing this? Am right. I good enough? Like, yeah. will I, you know, you listen to To narratives of other people you listen to you know you listen to things and you're like i don't know the self-doubt will get you i mean art is vulnerability right so Mm. we step onto the stage and whether you're coming from a swing or you're you know stepping on stage full in a full spotlight it's just kind of like you are really putting your full self out there every day and i'm just so grateful that I get to do it in such an awesome way. Yeah. That I get to make the dressing room the dressing room of my dreams. And that I get to have an incredible team around me and our stage crew and our management team. There everyone is just so wonderful that it's it's incredible to be able to, to do it and I sometimes I just have to pinch myself the amount of like diamonds and crystals and corsets <laughs> and as much as they get quite annoying on a two show day if you've had a little too much to eat for lunch. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm just, I've, I've worked really hard and I'm, I'm really grateful and I am very blessed to be able to do such an epic show and come from the sea, ceil- I mean, what?
1: I know it's amazing. The most
0: epic entrance of all time. <laughs> Wild.
1: So is it safe to assume that young Ashley in New Jersey had more of the the pop dreams than the Broadway dreams?
0: Young Ashley had a little bit of everything. Um, <clears throat> young Ashley, <laughs> I'm talking to myself. Third person. It's all right. Let's do that. Um, so I was a, I was a sick child. Um, I huh. have Lyme disease, and I was diagnosed when I was a kid. So wow. it, theater was actually my first. I always loved to sing. Singing was my my world, um, but theater was my first sort of escape. Mm. Um, and I learned pretty early on that it was an escape for audience members and for the person on stage sometimes and the, and the give and take of that, and you know how reciprocal that is and how that is so healing, and that mm. if you're an artist, you're also a healer. And, you know, we've noticed that post pandemic with how much we value sure. art and how art has been the yeah. very thing since the beginning of time that has, been the best form of communication for humans, for animals, you know, music, the just everything about art is what has kept us alive mm-hmm. since the beginning of time and I think, so because of that I started in theater as a kid and my reasoning was because it was like I was able to be someone that wasn't me for a mm-hmm. while, just like wow. a little break. Um, and then it turned into such a, more of a thing for me and, you know, I did theater throughout my childhood. Um, and then I started writing songs because another outlet, you know. Sure. Um, and I started doing, you know, segueing into the pop world when I was in middle school. Um, did the whole like star search, America's most talented kid, like did that whole world for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, was a part of some girl groups in, in middle school. Oh, I love
1: that. Okay. Were were there any great names to those girl groups? Bliss
0: was my favorite name. (laughs) Okay.
1: Bliss.
0: (laughs) It's so funny (laughs) to think about now, but, um, but yeah, so I did, and then I started, I signed my first production contract as a solo artist when I was 16. Wow. Um, and I traveled to write and record with producers and and sort of live that life for a while. And um, I ended up getting signed right after high school. I was signed to Def Jam under Universal Music Mm -hmm. Group and I was working on my album Um, and just things happen as they do, life happens and an opportunity came for me to do some demo vocals for Frank Wildhorn and these uh-huh. new musicals that yeah. he was writing and which is so full circle for me because my Broadway debut was in Jekyll and yeah, Hyde The Revival. Yeah. And Jekyll and Hyde was the first show that I saw as a kid that I was like, oh. Wow that's the kind of thing i want to sing like linda edder are you kidding are you kidding me (laughs) that's the kind of song and that i want to do so um full you know full circle journey as far as that's concerned but so i started doing demos for frank and then the opportunity came up to audition for that show and i was like are you kidding me like i need to be a part of this this Uh was transformative for me this show um so then I, i i auditioned and i started touring with that and i think. I've been pretty successful at doing both
1: yeah, Um, and
0: making that a priority for myself and um, yeah so I think it started it all started out in theater and storytelling and and you know healing and art and escapism and then now it's just sort of mutated into all of these other things
1: so so tell me I didn't Mm -hmm. realize your whole journey with Lyme disease yeah I I had no idea how old were you when you found that out, and
0: um, I was young. I mean, I was di- I was like five or six, wow. um, and I was diagnosed with chronic late stage neurological Lyme mm-hmm. disease. So I was on antibiotics for a very long time. It was not something that just sort of went away with a brief, you know, mm-hmm. two weeks month of antibiotics. I still suffer from it, um, which is interesting. Living in a time of COVID, because sure. you know, it's there's just it's just a different set of rules. We mm-hmm. we perform unmasked. I mean, and Moulin Rouge is a very physical show. Yep. We. We kiss, we touch, we yeah. do all of these things that, you know, normal, everyday life doesn't necessarily, right. you know.
1: <laughs> sure, yeah. It <laughs> doesn't always happen. Right. a
0: sexy place. It's as Moulin Rouge is a <laughs> sexy place. Um, so yeah, navigating that with autoimmune disorders and, yeah. you know, diseases, people in the cast with different sort of things, health stuff, and it affects everyone so differently that it's, you know, it's a really interesting thing to navigate.
1: So what do you have to be careful about in your day to oh, day?
0: Everything. Um, I mean, I think we all have to be careful to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I doing this role, I am already very careful, um, mm-hmm. just because it's a, it's a difficult thing, and it's the most fun to sing all these songs every mm-hmm. night. But it kind of does, you know, require a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm um you know so i don't i don't go out as much i don't really go Mm -hmm. out at all (laughs) um uh you know if the social anything social is sort of saved for you know a day when there's a day off Mm -hmm. um but i think it's just sustainability as you you know lead a show and it's a vocally heavy show with a with covid when it affects your lung capacity and your and your you know all of the bronchial things You know, I think it's just, we all know how to take care of our specific bodies. And I think it's something that I've just learned how to do what I need to do to sustain. Do I need to work out? How I need to eat? Mm -hmm. You know, sleep is so important. What kind of, you know, physical therapy or acupuncture I need to like, you know, boost immune system and to do all the things. And I think that's a very personal journey per person because the more you do things like this, the more you learn your body and you learn something new every day. And it's your, you know, more about listening to what your body is and what you need mm-hmm. and that might not be what the next person needs mm-hmm. and I think that's you know super important to sustain in a Broadway show at all and also super important just for everyone in life to, to learn and listen to your body it's, If
1: anything the yeah. rest of the world probably sort of caught up with the kind yeah. of things you've always been right paying right a lot of attention yeah to.
0: and that's beautiful yeah. and important I think.
1: I also feel like Broadway has probably caught up to, we need more pop divas on Broadway with the kind of shows coming to Broadway right <laughs> yeah, now. 100%, 100%. Yeah, a
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, it's we're so grateful to be in a show like Moulin Rouge just because it's, you walk in and you are fully transformed yep. to a, a whole other place. And the, the way that they've written it and the way that the songs have been arranged, it's like you you know the song, so you want to sing along Mm -hmm. with it, but you're still listening because it's like being told in a different way. And you're like, what's happening next? Like it's so engaging for people who know the songs Mm -hmm. or people who don't know the songs, people who have seen the movie and people who have never seen the movie. It's just done so well that you can go in and you're lit up by Moulin Rouge, lights and curtains and Mm -hmm. sexiness and glamour. And it's just wonderful to be able to go into that environment every day, and I think our audience really loves it too, especially after not having Mm -hmm. art for so long, to be able to go and actually just have fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to sell it to me. It's my favorite show (laughs) And in fact, it was the first show I went back to see. Oh my gosh, it was! Yeah, absolutely. I was like, that's the show I need to go see. Yeah,
0: no, it's... It's it's
1: incredible. It is, it is. So, I'm curious to a final question. I'm curious about what your, what your pop concerts are gonna look like. Like, what Kind of staging. What kind of costumes? Are you? I mean, you said you're living <laughs> well, a little bit Well, I mean, now,
0: now I don't know. The stakes have been have, have changed. <laughs> I'll be coming from the ceiling, okay, <laughs> and lots of quick changes, double corsets, um, running a up a spiral staircase to get down to the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just you know, twenty-second costume changes. Um, yeah, I think that's sort of ever evolving. I think I'm, I'm learning more about myself and mm-hmm. more about who I am and what I, what kind of art I wanna put out into the world. And I think that really depends on, you know, where I am in the moment. And I think that's what's so beautiful about art. So mm-hmm. like, stay tuned. Cause I do need to, I will be doing a concert in the next couple of months here mm-hmm. in the city, probably something intimate, right. but um, yeah, it'll it'll be Maybe happening. Maybe one
1: costume, no Maybe swings. Maybe
0: one costume, no <laughs> swings or just a swing. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Maybe you can find a swing like in Central Park, or do like a Just swing. on
0: a tree. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, why not?
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. So nice talk to
0: you. <laughs> Great stuff as always. Well, that's gonna do it for this week's pod. Check out your local TV listings for The Broadway Show with Tamsin Fidel, airing each and every week. Until next time, you're listening to The Broadway Show Uncut.